Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Let's see what yeah, it kind of puts fun, us right? into our world. Oh my gosh. It's really fun. Now I'm going to have some coffee. It feels yeah. like you're listening to a podcast while I you're making a podcast. I had kind of an amped morning. Oh, what happened? Sweet. Yeah, what happened? Something good? Is or you just have, a, you have a real job. Well, I went to work is what happened. And then my at my job today, we had to, there's a proposal going in. And sometimes those things are done in advance and sometimes it's up to the wire. Cut up to the wire today. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it wasn't, the proposal wasn't done when you woke up. It was not done when I woke up. But it's done now. Because you write grants for a living. Well, kind of. I have a couple of different jobs. Of course. If we're really going to talk about my job, we will just right now. Yes. Yeah. Wait. We have to. Who are you? Hi, my name's Shell. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shell Carter. Oh yes. Shell Car- nice, nice Shell Carter. Thank you for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. This is the first time we've met. This, I think so. Haven't we never met? I don't think so. I feel I mean, like you know, I like, know I've you. I've waved at you. Yeah, we've and been you in the same room. You know, I've waved at you while you're playing the drums. One you time know. you were in the room when I was playing drums. No, she saw the first Seeker show. I did see the first Seeker show. You did? For a very short amount of time because my daughter doesn't like things that are really loud. Oh, yep. <laughs> well, she left and asked me, she's, Mom, is Travis Yost is that music? a rock star? <laughs> no, she didn't. No, for real. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Don't tell Travis that. <laughs> that was, I mean, of all the compliments from the next day. Oh, that's amazing. That, show, that was really good because... She'll know that forever. Yeah. I could quit playing music. Yeah, you could become, quit right now. I could become an accountant. And you'd still be a rock star? She, I would be a rock star to her. Yeah. That's, she is, That's what I do, She man. is starting, though, to delineate the difference between, like, okay, are you a rock star on the Missoula level, on oh. the Montana level? She's been asking me questions about what your level of um, range Western is. Western Montana is, for your is rock completely star-ness. conquered. <laughs> According to her. Get her a map. And draw a uh, like a five hundred mile circle around Missoula, and you can tell her I've played in that circle a lot. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. She knows, and then she'll want to do it. We actually, she and I have talked a little bit about the band that we're starting. Oh, oh what's it called? My God. It's called Fierce Possum. Fierce Possum? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. That's the best thing but ever. But what about, what if it was called Fear is a Possum? Fear is a Possum. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? Love is a dog. Now oh. now we're getting into old time. Here we go. Sorry. I know. No, okay. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> Shell Carter, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Real quick, what what do you, what are you talking about your jobs? But you said you have multiple jobs. Oh, I, I split my time between doing grant writing um, and doing administration for a research project that's... A statewide research project. Okay. Can we talk about grant writing for just a second? Sure. Or for maybe longer than a second? Yeah. Um, what is that? What does that mean? So, like, do you work for an organization that wants a lot, like, like is looking to receive grants? Are you, like, a freelancer? Oh. Like, who? Right. How? What, who well, I work for the university. I mean, grant writing can be all kinds of things. And you're right. You can be submitting proposals to, you know, government agencies yeah. or potentially to, you know, sponsors that are... Uh, foundations, all kinds of entities, but my particular job is um, at the university for the research office, and okay. I'm basically I'm just there as a support person. So, I'm you know I'm not on any of these grants. Other people are writing these grants, and then I I help. So, so and, and in grant writing, I guess there's just is it like legal language? Like there's just like there's a sort of well, I mean you're basically you're trying to, you're you're pitching, you know, but yeah. you're like you have to. And so then you have to understand, like, the context of the pitch and who your audience... I mean, I guess, like, all kinds of writing. Who yeah, your, totally. Who your audience is. And so in this case, like, if you're submitting a grant for the national, to the National Science Foundation, you know, you're, it, it will be reviewed by, by all these scientists and usually, you know, in that field and then and program officers and things like that. And so you want to... And they have a, they have a real specific solicitation, like a, like a document that they put out pages and pages long that right. tells you exactly... What they want you to do, yeah. and so they don't want glitter in the envelope. They, they don't do. want. Oh, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, glitter, glitter goes a long way. Uh, people love opening envelopes where like powdered objects like yeah, fall especially out of the, it. especially the government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you? I would imagine that some of what you're doing is like trimming off fat from like get to the point kind of stuff. Well, I mean, no? sometimes I mean a lot of at times, but a lot of it is is um, that. You know, I've written grants too, and so in that case, then I have this project that I'm really excited about, right? Uh-huh. And that may or may not like match up really well with the 
the solicitation or the description of what they want to fund. Oh. So yeah, so oh, the idea, nice. yes, that's so the, interesting. So the thing is, is you have to, you have to, you have to make it match up as much as you can. Where it's still a project that you want to do. You make square pegs going round holes. Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah. I never say those things. Right. You just did. <laughs> you just did. You got <laughs> All it. Right. So, <laughs> so but sometimes, kind of sometimes it's just going through and like, you know, I mean, this probably sounds really boring, but the weird. My, my brain kind of likes it like going through what they want like with a fine tooth comb and then seeing like are all those pieces in there and other times I mean that's you know other times it might be more of like what if we frame it in a different way and then other totally. times it's going to be just helping with like because you have to send in you know all these other external documents too about like your facilities and um, bio sketches you know which is a resume essentially all these other pieces and so i help with those sometimes too depending on what they need it just depends on the project and yeah i like it because it's i get to i get to learn about all these different things that people are doing that are really cool and it kind of in the like in the in the um in the in imaginary space like let's do this and you like invent the whole thing and then it's great if they get it but if they get it then like they actually have to implement it and do all the work and i'm just on to the next project oh that's sweet so yeah. it's kind of fun like, you're like living amazing. in uh you get to play with the puppy but you don't have to like clean up its shit later yeah and when it turns into a dog that's awesome it's on to the next uh i actually good. that sounds really kind of like a fun job it's a fun job i never would have thought that i would say that about grant writing <laughs> right i know most people they're like ooh. Yeah, because yeah, i imagine yeah, that horrible. what you're also doing a little bit like we were writing a letter the other day and it was like kind of a a, a letter that we didn't want to fuck up for our business and yeah. i kept showing it to my wife and like she kept being like it just is like kind of it seems like you're being confrontational and i kept being like i don't like whatever like, maybe i am and then you just change a couple words and the whole vibe changed and i know that what you do is probably far more comp is more complicated than that no. but like thinking about how interesting it is to to look at language that way and just right. tweak like a few sentences and be like whoa this is what i meant right uh is like kind of like it feels like alchemy sometimes right yeah like you put t two things together and it becomes a totally different thing um so that sounds like a pretty fun way to it's spend your day it's pretty fun i mean in the end you're trying to sell something yeah you're selling an idea yeah that's yeah, what you you're gotta, doing you gotta get through the gatekeepers who reads grants who are the interns that are reading it and what are they looking well, they, for? They get, I mean, if you are submitting a, a science proposal, they're getting people to review from the science community, you know? So uh, you're, you're getting uh, your peers. Oh. But you don't know, you're right, you don't know who they are, oh, yeah. and they get scored, and that's, you know. But that, you don't deal with that. I don't do any of that. Nope. Do you have, like, a, do you keep score of your success rate? Um, not, not really. I should. Mm, yeah. I should. Is it possible? Shouldn't you have a whiteboard with a percentage? With some like hash marks <laughs> yeah. on there? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I should keep I should I should keep track of it better. That's the kind of thing you'd put on a resume, isn't it, if you were looking I for like a job? I have like an 87% success rate. Right. Yeah. What would be what would be like But a, that's hard too because they're not really my proposals. You know, like I like I help and I assist, but they're not fundamentally But if they got accepted it was because of you. Right. I can claim it if it yeah, gets accepted. But, Absolutely. But if it doesn't get accepted then well, those people funded, were then I'm like, hopeless. oh it's everybody not on the Chicago Bulls got a ring. You tried to help those people. <laughs> they all they all got a ring. <laughs> um you should consider keeping score, I think. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. it'd be fun. Add that to your job. If I have to retrospect, total up everything. Just do that in your free time. I have lots of free time. No, you do not. No, you do not. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with you, and, and rarely is it free time. And you don't have a lot of free time right now in particular, because you I am pretty are, busy. Uh, doing something. I am. I'm uh, <laughs> gearing up gearing up for the uh, Missoula Old Time Social that's coming yes. up. Mott's. Mots. We might refer to it as Mots, Mots. down Mots. the road here. Okay. So that's what we're talking about, Missoula Full Time Social. And Travis, you are also involved. Yeah, sure. Okay. Travis kind of, is very involved. Kind of. Kind of I, let, me, let me say Travis talks about it a lot. I've been, because I receive, I receive 500 <laughs> emails a day. Oh, we keep it. I'm just joking. I don't, I don't, but uh, I do, uh, I feel my, my position for those of you who are involved in Mots and wonder, who is this guy? Why is he never at the meetings? I consider myself an advisory role. <laughs> and and a tech and a technician. technician. I will I will be providing. I think we have you down soon. as the technical director. I am the CTO. I'm the CTO. If you will. he just wants oh, right. to set up the PA the day of. That's exactly what I'm doing, and I and I and I ignore the emails until someone says, "What do you think, Travis?" And I answer that one. 
Yeah. I understand that. Often with a dinosaur. That's a that's a great story. Oh, should we do this? Well, Is that, we'll, are you comfortable doing this? We'll we'll talk we'll tell that story what? about the logo? The story well the the <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll, you, we'll, I think you know more about the logo than I do. We will, well, now on, I feel Jamie. like yeah. Now I feel like we I will don't. abridge this story very very small. But like uh, was it like eight months ago that we had to come up with the logo for Missoula Old Time Social, and we and we got one, and then the debate started of whether or not it's the most perfect logo. It's fine. It's great. What the oh, story okay, is? Yeah, the yeah. story is that then I started submitting my own logos via my iPhone, which you can draw. Which you're pretty good at little doodles on your iPhone. They're very nice. They're really fun. I don't use emojis, but I use the I use the sketch. And they're they're are very um they're like very articulate somehow. Like there there's not a lot going on, but it says something. I should I should uh switch jobs to be a stickman cartoonist. And draw little stories of stickmen, which I do. I should do that. You do quite well. Yeah. But I submitted a logo that's just Mots with a poorly drawn. Uh, I keep saying brontosaurus because I know that it probably frustrates our archaeological friend Brian Herbel, who knows <laughs> that there's no such thing as a brontosaurus. I know too. It's great. So I refer to it as the the dino logo. And now, whenever there is a, uh, this is how useless I am in Mots. Whenever there's a discussion of logos and whatnot, I just keep submitting the same hand-drawn brontosaurus that just says mods like just yesterday there was an email that went out you know because <laughs> we have to we have to make a banner yeah we're making a banner to go behind you know, like on the stage like behind the musicians mm-hmm. playing um and somebody has volunteered their time to do artwork and they're going to draw a magpie and so then the question is that went out like hey which which, what are we, magpie? Wh- which magpie and there's a bunch of pictures everybody responds directly to the question and then all of a sudden there's a brontosaurus it's got to be there. I like to think of it as a reminder of uh, no, I might be, nothing matters. Well, I might be all... the only one that appreciates <laughs> the brontosaurus, but I like it. I immediately get a text from Herb that says, uh, why do you keep submitting that? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, I'm not being helpful. I'm really sorry. Is there no such thing as a brontosaurus? No. Really? Yeah, it's fake. It was It was like a made up, because it's a brachiosaurus is the actual... But the first brontosaurus, I, I thought a brontosaurus was a different thing. No, I went and read about it. There's like a there's like a scandal in that in that community from a long time ago that someone invented that, put bones together, and created it. I think is the story. No shit. Yeah. So there's no brontosaurus. There's a brachiosaurus, and I think when Jurassic Park came out, there was a big like, this is what this is because there's a I think there's a line in the deal. Is there a line where he's trying to figure out what the little kid is trying to figure out what dinosaur it is, and he says. Brachiosaurus. He struggles to do that. I think that's a hint at the whole thing oh. that there's there's no such thing as a brontosaurus. Uh-huh. I think is the deal. I didn't know that. And wow. that's what we do on this podcast is we spread rumors. And it's really, Very nice. <laughs> we do really good. <laughs> um, okay, so Missoula uh, Time Social. Yeah. Can you tell us what that is? It is an event that happens in April. This is the second annual. So last year was the first one, and it is all about old time music and square dancing. Okay. And it's a music festival that is designed for as much participation as possible. So there's a jam. There is a there is a, a family concert at the at the top hat, which is more of a listen and wait. Let's get when dance. when is this happening? This is April twelfth through fourteenth. Okay. So on the twelfth, it's a Thursday. There's a jam at the uh, Montgomery Distillery. They're hosting. And, and what does that mean? Like bring in bring, bring your shit? bring yeah bring your banjo, bring your fiddle, bring your guitar. So it is. It's focused around old time music, and we can get into that. Like what that is yeah, and where I would that's like from. But um, so there's an open jam. There's a concert, and then on Saturday. Um, there are workshops in the afternoon at the Downtown Dance Collective and at the Loft of Missoula, and they're free. Awesome. There's going to be, let's see, a few different kinds of fiddle workshops, guitar, banjo, like three different banjo workshops, uh, clogging, yodeling. Wait, clogging? Clogging. What the hell is that? Cl- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah what is clogging. that? What is clogging? So, uh, let's see. I'm a pretty... Poor clogger, but I do occasionally try. Clogging is like stomping. It's like making making rhythm with your feet, like tap dancing. Uh, kind of, but a little different. Yeah, a little less vaudeville, a little more uh, a little more old school. Oh, like West Virginia. Yeah, like flat. It's uh, also like called flat people. flat footing, buck dancing. Okay. Do you and need to have a loose heeled shoe? I like mean, a you clog? can. No, you it's know, not you Danish. can. 
Okay. Do it in. <laughs> it's not. You do it in sneakers. Sneakers are good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to be heard, something with wood on the bottom's good. You know. So cowboy you, boots. You're so you are like making music. So you're yeah you are making music and I mean when you first learn you're just kind of hopping around of course but yeah. there are bands that perform with actual cloggers or flat footers and and when them? it's done well it's they bring them with them. Well, some some there are some musicians that like play music and clog, and so they might actually you know do one or the oh, other. Shit. But percussion. <laughs> All right, we booked this gig. Should we bring the clogger? Is it one of those types <laughs> of gigs? Yeah, it's only three hundred. <laughs> it's only three hundred bucks. I don't know if we can afford <laughs> to bring the clogger. Clogger. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That sounds fun. It's, that also yeah. seems like it would be a good workout. It is. Seems kind of exhausting. It's I think good, this whole thing. It's is. a good winter activity, really. You winter know? activity. Well, I mean, I mean, you can do it in the summer too, certainly. But, but it's too hot. You know, Sometimes <laughs> it's too hot. To you might get too too much of a sweat clogging. Uh, okay. No, I'm just saying. You know, when you're like housebound and you can't do anything else. Totally. Yeah. You sit around and clog. No. no. Slippery slope. <laughs> so there's a clo- there's a clogging a clogging dancing. workshop and let's see what else. Uh, we're gonna have a, a short open collar square dance for people that want to try calling some squares. Oh, awesome. It's intense. Yeah. I have lots of questions about that. But before I do that, so is this? I assume the clogging is open to all skill levels. Anybody? Uh, what like? You, if, if I, I hope play- you come. I hope you come try it. I will be there. <laughs> Nice. I nice. will be there. Um, and I hope all our listeners With are the there. Headshot, yeah. <laughs> uh, Flogging is really fun. I bet that is really fun. Yeah. And, but like, so if I, is it cool if you've never played fiddle to come to the fiddle workshop? So, or? well, the, let's see. We have, for the fiddle, there's three different fiddle workshops. One is going to be a Cajun fiddle workshop. Cool. Taught by Steve and Sally O'Neill, who are coming over from Bozeman. Um, and then we have, let's see, Misty Mountain Pony Club is a featured band that's coming in from the Spokane uh, area and Sally Jablonski is their fiddler and she's going to teach not a beginning fiddle workshop so it, it does help if you've if you have played some but okay. she's going to teach two different workshops at, at two different levels and, okay um, I think she's going to teach a, a crooked tune for people that have played a little bit more that I think will be a little bit more advanced and then she'll teach a crossed tuned tune for um, that'll be a little bit easier and open to all levels there's a lot of uh, verbiage, verbiage here, here. Okay, which doesn't so, make any sense. But I don't know that you need, maybe it's okay that it doesn't make any sense. Right? What <laughs> is a crooked tune? A crooked tune oh, means crooked. they've like, they're fun. They're really fun, especially, you know, if you're into things like percussion. But uh, there's just extra beats in there. They're not, they're not square. And so there are these tunes that I don't know if it's is because. Is it like a time signature thing? There's well, extra beats I, it would be. Yeah, it would be if you actually wrote it out. But I learn everything by ear. And so it, you. I to learn a cricket tune, it can be kind of tricky because it, it doesn't follow where you think it's gonna go. Oh, so you just need to know it. Kind so of. you have to listen to it over. It's Got like it. put it on repeat while you do the dishes, and eventually, yeah, yeah they're hard. I mean, but I, while it has extra beats, there are beats subtracted later. Sometimes they, al- they always they tend to always follow the same length. Well, and you for well, dance because with dancing, even though it's a crooked tune, it'll still usually come back around. Some of them do. Be, some, some of them, them don't. They sound hard I mean, to you dance would know. To. Well, they're, yeah, you're right. They're not as easy to dance. It kind of depends. Some of them are. Some of them make like terrible dance tunes. Yeah. And then and they're really just for fun for playing. Right. And then some of them actually work okay for dancing. Do but, the crooked moments usually repeat? So like you could be like you could hear in the beginning of the song that there's there's like a little extra piece here and Sometimes it's like again. a funny tag that yeah that comes up that is like a refrain yeah, and it comes yeah, yeah. back again. Okay. First but, of all, this shit repeats. It does. It does. All fucking night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing we're playing a tune for 10 minutes because it's connected to dancing. Right. right? It's like yeah. it's meant for that. It's totally yeah. meant for that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. So there's a lot of cool education stuff. <laughs> yeah, so workshops, they're all free in the afternoon and oh, and there's harmony singing too. And that is a Whoa. that's a nice that's a one deal. because you don't have to play the fill or the banjo or whatever. Yeah. You can come and sing and uh, that'll also be taught by Misty Mountain Pony Club. That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Definitely. I uh, sorry, I just like there's a lot going on. Yeah, right there's now. a lot going on. In my head. <laughs> I the reason I really like that, I had a guy say once, a guy who I believe say he asked me if I wanted to sing with him, and I was like, I don't sing, or I said I can't sing, and he said nobody can't sing. Mm-hmm. Everyone can sing. Yeah. You just have to learn how, like any, like learning how to play guitar or drums or anything. Um, I now repeat that as if I think that it's true, but I'm not sure that I do. 
think that it's true. That I anybody... Sort of, I sort of think sing. I can't sing, you know? And, like, maybe I'm just stuck like that. But the idea of going Wait, to this... Wait, you think that you can or cannot? Cannot. That's just not true. I don't no. think... I do sing. I do. When I don't think that's true either. But I don't think I could sing... But I've never heard you, but I all, don't okay. think it's true. Stop derailing my point. <laughs> <laughs> I will derail you. No, no, no. This podcast is all about making <laughs> you feel better. But, but I think that the idea of learning how to sing, like, if my my attempt to learn how to sing was couched in learning how to sing with other people. Cause if I sing with along with the radio, I think I'm fucking great. Oh yeah. You know? And then if I'm by myself, it's terrifying and I don't know how to do it. I think the idea of harmonizing with people as a way to learn how to sing would be the best. Like that is so interesting to me. I'm all about that class and it's free and it's free. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so this is all Saturday. All Saturday. All Saturday. Is there a cost for the whole thing? Or? So there's no. So all of those things we already talked about, those are all free. And then we are having an evening square dance and cakewalk. And there is a charge for that. There's a cover of $5 or $10 for a family. Awesome. And um, if you can only go to one thing, that's the thing that I would go to. That's definitely. the party kind of? That is the, that is the party at the end of it all. Is that a grown-up thing? It is. Uh, well, it starts. The actual dance... Um, Music starts at 7 o'clock, doors will be open, and then the dance starts at 8. And it is, I mean, it really is for all ages. I mean, there probably won't be many toddlers because it'll be after their bedtime, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, but all ages. I mean, there will, likely there will be, um, let's see, last year we had some younger folks, uh, like a few younger folks that were maybe like high school or middle school aged, and then, you know, all the way up to retirees, like 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. That's part cool. of what I love about it is that it, it really... It seems seems to be appealing to people of all ages. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I know, I've said this to Travis a million times, and I, I still haven't just looked. I'm sure square dancing is on the internet somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, it is. No, there's a, and oh, yeah. But you got to be careful. But I really don't know what you, square dancing is. You can spend hours on YouTube watching square dancing. There's dance. some local books written about square dancing as well. Local books? Yeah, there's a local author that wrote, uh, a, a compendium. No, I don't know what word I'm trying to use. Uh, there's multiple books, multiple volumes, yeah, right? Mark about Matthews, he wrote for... The history no, of... No, it's more about history. Oh. And then, uh, let's see, Phil Jameson is one of... He's kind of my calling hero. I, like, he's what does pretty that mean? amazing. What, is square, what do you mean calling hero? So, so square dancing... Um, the way that it is, the way that it's done now is you have a caller who who is going to call out. First of all, they're going to teach the dance to the people that are there to square dance. So they're going to say, "Okay, find a partner." Now, in your with your partner, find another couple, and then you end up in this group of eight people, and that's called a square. And then they'll say, "All you right." You need to have eight people. Well, for for a traditional square, you need eight people. Okay. But then you can do circles and line dance and other little formations and things like that. But so the caller is going to say, "All right." you guys are going to do this and then you're going to do that and then you're going to do this and you walk through the whole thing and then you start the music and then the caller is going to call out what to do when it's time to do it so you don't have to know you don't have to know anything like go to the left right yeah couple number one go out to the right and circle to the left once around that now, kind of thing as a caller so you have to know you're a dancer also you have to know the dance yes because you have to tell them what to do right do you also, though, I imagine that you're describing what to do next, like, in the rhythm. So like, you... Are you kind of... It's st- kind of tricky because you want to stay ahead of what they're supposed to do. Oh, fuck. Like, you don't want to tell them what to do right right when it's time to do it because then it's too late. Then it's too late. All of that said, so, like, there's different... I mean, you know, we can get real... We can, we can dissect this. Yeah. Get nerdy oh, yeah, about it because in. I like to do that, but... Um, so like contra dancing for example like all the dances go with the beat and with the actual music like you're always going to be doing this one move at that time in the song okay. or in the tune and with square dancing it's a little bit more free form and so um it, so it's i mean it's it's square dancing so it's not really a catastrophe if it is a little late i mean it's we're all there to have a good time oh yeah so if it takes a little longer or which if doesn't I'm late, seem to be the case in contra dancing well, you, well, that's the thing is with the contra dancing, you would get behind, and then suddenly and the dance would it, well, it would fall apart. <laughs> kicked out. <laughs> that just dep- that depends on who you're dancing with. <laughs> Out. Um, so. Oh, that's interesting. So, but with the square dancing, it is so you want to stay ahead of the dancers, but then you have like if you have a lot of people there dancing, like chances are they're not all going to be 
dancing at the same time. Like, they're not going to be finishing everything at the same right. time, and that square might fall apart because maybe something got complicated and all that. So you just have to kind of look out there and try and stay ahead of what they're doing. And you do want to try and get it with like with the music and like with the beat. And so per- perfectly, you'd be you know hollering out whatever it is like right before the end of the phrase, and you're coming back around to the to the one. Yeah. But um, it doesn't always work that way. And you have you to just, just got to roll with it. And you got to roll with it. Yep. And you have to stay up. Like, you can't get frustrated. Well, no. You can't get frustrated. Right? No. Right. There's I no mean, reason to. There's no... And I mean, well, I think the, another one of the things that I love about square dancing is that you... Also, you can't take yourself too seriously. Like, there's just... Even as a caller or a dancer, like, I feel like it's impossible. I mean, I end up laughing. But, like... Because it's inherently I, kind of fun. You're doing these, like, right. funny, archaic little figures, you know, that are called, oh, there's like... Arms? There's arms. There's arms. Oh yeah, you like. Yeah. Oh, you clearly need to come to the old time social. I have no clue. The only so, thing I know about square dancing is from that Pauly Shore movie, Son in Law. Oh my god. I don't know if I saw that. But I don't now think, I'm wishing I saw that. They're not even in a square. That's not they're in a line. That's also a certain level. That's a certain grade of square, square dancing that we don't participate. Well, this in. is this is actually a really important question and. Did you do any square dancing in like middle school or elementary school? You just hear what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> None at all. None at I all. Went, I took. I had to learn. I remember like we learned how to like jitterbug once. Yeah. Okay. Which is a little different. That's not square dancing. No, it's not. No, no I literally. I don't even know what the music sounds like. Oh, old time music. So it's uh, so square dancing is done to like. I'm into it. That's the worst. <laughs> Bob in my head. I, I, I will come around. Travis, to, you you're I'll starting to love old time music. Well, no, I, I I've talked about on this podcast how much uh, how I be, I belittle the music because it is it is something you don't. I mean, I don't sit around and listen to that because it's party music. It's meant for the party. Yeah, which is really thing. cool. And I belittle that until until I'm there, until I'm at the square dance and I see the fact that everyone is jumping around and laughing. And, and it's infectious to the people who... There's never somebody at the dance that ends up not dancing. There's always somebody that doesn't want to. They'll end up doing it because they realize, oh, this is a bit of a shit show, but it's an organized <laughs> shit show that turns into laughing, yeah. and laughing yeah. is good. Yeah. So the whole thing is like really good. So as much as I make fun of it, I, I obviously... I, I do it because being there is like... It's infectious. There's a thing that, like, oh wow, this is actually fun to do. It's pretty fun. As it goofy as it may look, I mean, I know, and it's it, goofy. Yeah, I mean, it's super goofy. It sounds fun as hell. You like, you're there. Suddenly, you, you know, you're kind of put into this little group of maybe eight people. Some of you may have never met any of them before, and then you have, do to, you have all, to touch them. Yes, you have to like join hands and circle to the left, and then back to the right, and then it's like a. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yes. Only no. yeah. Uh, eight steps instead of twelve. No, you know what this is. You know what it is. That's uh, yes. <laughs> that's fucking great. I didn't even get that. Oh my god. Delay. Delay response. Why isn't that on the banner? <laughs> so um, uh, no, I don't want you to think that. I, I think this sounds so great, and it sounds like exactly the kind of thing that is so easy to like sit sit in the corner and be like, this is dumb. And then you start doing it, and you're like, this is the funnest goddamn thing I've ever well, done. Yeah, you, you can have, have fun yourself. just like drinking a beer and watching, too. I mean, that in itself is entertaining. Yeah. That but must be fun for the band. It's very that's fun the for the band. Part. That's yes. the best part. So as a band, do you guys want the... Is it more fun... And I want you to pick one. Don't say they're both equal. You have to pick one. Is it more fun when the square dancers are like nailing it and having fun, but they're fucking doing the moves? Mm-hmm. And I imagine that when they all do the moves together, it sort of creates an effect. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Or do you like it to be a big shit show, and they're laughing? There's and nowhere in between on, on this this like continuum here. Uh-huh. There's nothing. No, <laughs> no options in the middle. Jamie which, and Travis present black and white opinions. <laughs> which which one would you lean toward? Oh, if that's you start a, in the middle, one. which way do you want to fall? I would say that if the dance has, I like to have a little bit of chaos. It, yeah. A little bit of chaos keeps it loose. Well, yeah, and it also, you know. Um, I mean, it's nice to have something that's perfectly executed and all that, and yeah. and, and that's great. But um, I I like it. Well, I have to say, well, this is actually a really complicated question. Are you ready for this yeah. long answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I, I, I like a mix of it. So I'm sorry, not black or white, but I like a mix of it. And I kind of like it when maybe it starts off a little bit of, cha- like a little bit of chaos. Yeah. And then occasionally, like, 
a, a square that's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a total, it's kind of a shit show. And then they actually, they get it, one of those, and they will literally, like, cheer and, like, jump up and down. They're so proud of themselves. That's awesome. It's kind of, it's pretty hilarious. I mean, and laugh. And then I've also seen squares of people that have that have been doing social dance for, like, a long time. You yeah. You know, like, lots of contra dancing and square dancing, and something happens and it totally doesn't work, and they just kind of double over and laugh. Like, they just laugh because yeah. it just completely fell apart. So Seems I... Like- this would be a good, this is like a good way to stay healthy, like spiritually. Very good for your health. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it, it's like a good wholesome thing to do, it, it's to pretty, be involved with. It's pretty wholesome. It's, um, yeah, like I said, you can't take yourself too seriously. That sounds so great. Um, okay, but here's, <laughs> so you're a musician. Yeah. Do you? But when you're calling, you don't play an instrument. No. It's too much. No, I think, stuff. I mean, like, this would be, like, way beyond the drooling point. Do you wear, like, like no a way. Garth Brooks, uh, like, headset? I know. No, I'm, I, I. I, I don't like those very much. Yeah. I prefer just a mic. Do you take it out of the stand? Are you, like, running around? No running around. Okay. No running around. But you're dancing a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm moving a little bit. Okay, me. okay. Uh, I mean, if I could clog effectively, then I would, but I, after, but I can't. After next weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take... Bev Young is teaching the clogging workshop. I'll take it. I've never in my life heard of clogging. And she is a caller also, and she, like, she clogs and calls at the same time. Charmaine Slavin from Seattle. She's like a square dance hero. She does it as well. So I imagine the clogging is like the high knee. Oh. No, that's just. Uh, It's more. Well, there are some like fancy moves and stuff like that. Like, you know, buck dancing moves. Um, There was a short at the film festival years ago. There's more. Buck dancing. More subgenres here than I thought there would be. There's lots of subtleties. Yeah. I mean, like we can get crazy. Like there are, there are, you know. So the tunes themselves are from it's the Southern Appalachian tradition, more or less. For square dancing. For for square dancing, and and this oh, is all. I thought it was like kind of Western. No. We'll see the and then there's so there is like so there's <laughs> Western square dancing and then and I should have clarified this at the beginning but what I what I'm talking about and what we do is the traditional Southern squares so Western square dancing is really intricate and you, the, everything is like timed and that's like the fluffy skirts and the bolo ties and all that okay and that's that, what i'm thinking about. that is like the square dancing that got really popular in the 50s okay. and it still does exist around and i've heard that there's some of it in missoula but i've never been well I, I think that I, I might not be able to do it i think you have to like there are i've heard that there are levels and like you actually like get trained and you learn it uh, whereas the southern the traditional southern square dancing is much more it's it's super relaxed yeah and there's there's time where you know like basically like you like the the one couple will go and do this little move with another couple and then another couple and then you end up, you know, sometimes you've got your arms twisted over your head and turn it around. And couple then, on couple. Well, the, you might say it that way, but you yeah. You start with a pair and then you intermingle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you intermingle sometimes. Swing. This yeah. is swing I'm little. thinking of line dancing. I'm thinking of everybody is like arms length apart and like y'all a, like country yeah, and, like, and then you do like a, like a can can or something yeah no. and then like spin and walk in the other direction no not no like no, no it's like not that. like that at all mm-hmm. it's way more complicated oh i wouldn't say it's more complicated it's, no i'm personally not a big fan of line dancing i think square dancing is more fun do you think line dancing is like for dummies a <laughs> i wouldn't say that it just doesn't really doesn't really get me going yeah not the same thing <laughs> um the, what's really interesting uh about this to me is so you're a musician. Uh-huh. Uh, you also sit on stage and play music. Yes. To people who are listening and maybe dancing, but usually right. just listening. Uh, it seems like. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about for all bands. Most, most, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, most musicians. There's right, never yeah. enough people dancing. Uh, and But this is like, with the calling, there's like this transaction happening between the audience yeah. and the performers. And all of a sudden, it's not just a like, I'm going to put it out there and see what you guys think. They're like kind of dependent on you and if you're having an off night like if you can't get your head screwed on straight it definitely happens it really kind of fucks with everybody right like it's, yeah. it's just an interesting dynamic and i just imagine that some nights are weird <laughs> some nights are weird it it is it's more, way more pressure than playing the music totally definitely like when it's when i get to just play the fiddle i mean I don't know. We That's just, way easier. It's really easy. Yeah. Like we we have, just, we other have, than the fact that your arm actually gets tired because you're playing a song for 10 minutes at a time. The dances are 10 minutes long? Well, they're not always that long, but no. they're, they're pretty long. That's no. tiring. It is. I mean, to dance for 10 minutes is tiring. Well, it's not like you're... There's, there's time to rest. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's like the mountaineer step. There's like a little bit of rest with every... 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mere step. Okay, so talk about so so Mott's Missoula Time Social. The social part is is implying social dancing. Is that or no? Yeah, I mean, I I think you know they have an old time social in like other cities. Oh, that's, and that's like honestly, a thing. it's yeah, it's a okay, thing. Like cool. L. A. has an old time social. Okay. And um and so I think it's just a term like an old time social, like an ice cream social. Cool. And you oh wow that brought it back. Old time Which, ice cream did I mention yeah. that we're going to have a cakewalk yes. at the Square Dance? Do you know cakewalks are racist? <laughs> everything <laughs> pre... Someone said that once. Everything pre-1950 like, is racist. I don't really feel that pre-1967. way. Pre-1967. Um, what's the cakewalk? What's the deal with that? <laughs> Just throw that in there. People are... Let's see. People are baking cakes. And it's like a fundraiser thing? Well, it's not... It's actually not... I mean, they do use cakewalks as fundraisers this sometimes in some that. places, but this is not that. There's awesome. about, I don't know, 15 to 20 people that have volunteered to make a cake. Fuck yeah. And there's going to be a table full of cakes, and then we, you know, we're going to have the cakewalk, and basically you line up and you, you kind of dance around and you might win a cake. And if you win a cake, the, it's kind of understood that you're going to share it with everybody. So basically... You heard it here. Yeah, you're not <laughs> Everybody, all of a sudden, we do the cakewalk, and then everybody eats a lot of cake, and then they're square dancing again. Oh, this sounds so fun. It's pretty fun. That's it's killer. Uh, yeah. This is Saturday night. This is Saturday night, April 14th. At the... At the Governor's Ballroom. Governor's Ballroom. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So last year was the first yeah. Mott. Uh, first Mott. Why did you guys... How did it come about? Why did you... Well, there is an event that happens once a year on the West Coast called Dare to be Square West. It's all about puns. <laughs> it's all about puns. I like, and if I like you puns. Think, <laughs> yeah, if you think that, that this is you know maybe an intense dose of old time music and square dancing like it's like you know days of square dancing it's basically to learn how to call square dances and it's how oh i got introduced to i mean i played music first and then somebody drugged me to this festival and i i can't really explain why i decided i wanted to learn how to call square dances but i did but you so, love it yeah it's fun it's fun and i can't you know the the every once in a while I have a moment where you're up there and you're just describing what you're supposed to do. I mean, trying to teach a dance is actually the hardest part because you're trying to just use words to tell everybody to do these things they've never done before and, and yeah. get it all right. And they actually do what you tell them to do. Like suddenly you're up, you've got like the attention of all these people and they're just, they're trust, they're trusting and you, it's fun. you know? Yeah. In a strange do way, you it's very it hard to conjure. I imagine you have to be enthusiastic. You do have to have some enthusiasm. <laughs> you don't want to overdo it. Oh, yeah! I, I really got to watch it. It's the video. we've drawn the correlation uh, between square dance caller and auctioneer many times. I, that they're a very similar, like type of uh, not not just type of person, but it's a very similar job, of like being calm and doing your job correctly, while also inspiring them to do something, and and raising the energy level without raising your own like. You don't want to be too over the top. I, in my opinion, you have to communicate something. You have to communicate something. And some of my favorite callers are actually like once you get going, you don't notice like when you're dancing, you don't notice that much that they're there. I mean, they are calling out the tunes, but it's not something that you're hyper aware of. You know, like they're not putting in these like, even though there's because you can't be looking at them. You have to be looking at your partner, right? Like yeah, they and, they're and not the, the music, show. In the end, like the music is the thing that propels. Yeah. The, propels the whole deal but you were asking about how the old time social Sorry, got started yeah. and i went to the uh to dare to be square with uh caroline stevens who's also a square dance caller in missoula okay um and she runs the she runs the moon randolph yeah. oh cool yeah caroline is caroline's awesome uh anyway on the drive back from dare to be square we had so much fun she listened <laughs> to me go on and on about how like missoula needs to have an event kind of like that yeah. and um so I put in for a grant from the Montana Arts Council. Uh, they have, well, they have strategic investment of the arts grants, and they will support events and, and, and other things, and, uh, and got it. And we didn't find out until we got it until January, and we pulled it together. Like, just, you yeah. know, a group of... In like of, four months. Yeah, and it was, it was pretty amazing. We had, I mean, obviously, like a ton of support, a ton of different people working together to, to put it together, and... Last year, I mean, it was great. We had, like, I don't know, we had over 300 people involved. Whoa. Um, not all at the same time, you know, but we, I mean, 150 people were at the dance last year. and That's huge. Yeah, we had, like, Did 125 really people doing workshops and 
Um, not all in the same room. I don't want people to feel like they can't come because there's going to be a hundred fiddles in one room, which would be kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, Boo. no, the workshops were all like, you know, good sizes and everything, but it was, it was, and, and the, I think that part of the, I mean, there's lots of different motivations, but, um, one of them is just that to try and, you know, old time music is kind of obscure. You know, uh, I mean, trying to connect people that are interested in it and also trying to introduce people to it. Um, right just because it's something that I love so much and I was lucky that somebody, you know, I bumped into it in my life and was like, oh, this is great, this is fun, I'm meeting all these people and... um, I would imagine also that old time, it's like one of those, it's a weird uh, group that probably, this might be unfair, but maybe is not like super worldwide web inclined. Like, probably the message boards are not as uh, numerous as they are for other interests right yeah i mean like i didn't get on facebook until i had to promote the missoula old time social for, right. for example it's, yeah so there you yes. go perfect yes. it's a certain type so of organizing them is probably a little different yeah 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 so that's awesome that there's something yeah now but that's the it's amazing it's amazing and round two has been the planning's been easier oh my gosh we have we have lots more people um involved yeah. with so, the reminder that it takes so much planning that if you show up That'd be great. Yeah, what did you guys... <laughs> It'll make you, it worth it. What'd you learn? I assume that you you know learned something after year one. Were there any lessons learned that you wanted to implement for year two? What? Let's see. Well, I'm, actually, year one was so much more... Like, it was it was a huge success. Like, it, yeah. it surpassed what I was hoping for. Yeah. And so, I'm just hoping that it's that fun again. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. That's the, I mean, that's the best I, I mean, it was just kind of, you know, like, we, we tried a whole bunch of things, and it ended up being, like, it, it worked. Like, it, it, worked it, really it was well. relaxed, and, um, I don't know, it was, it was really fun. It was it good. Is, what is old-time music? Old-time music is, well, the, I mean, there's northern old-time, and there's southern old-time, so, but it's, the old-time southern music that we're playing is, it's. I mean, you can think of it as like a precursor to bluegrass. So it, it's a lot of the music before, um, you know, Bill Monroe, you know, took it in that direction. Uh-huh. And um, it's old fiddle tunes played usually with like a banjo and a guitar, sometimes a mandolin. And, um, and is old time music generally, is there the dance component? Like, is that a, a piece? I don't is it, there, Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it was for. Like, yeah. I mean, a long, you know, a long time ago, people would get done working in the fields and there would be, you know, sometimes you would just have one fiddler and they would, they'd have a hoedown. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I was born in the wrong century. Clearly I was. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think it's hilarious that to hang out with so either fun. one of you because of that thing <laughs> where both, both of you are doing things that are, uh, Either the homesteading, which is obviously like the pioneer life thing, is such an old school idea, and trying to bring square dancing back to the masses it's is really intense. When it was so normal, it was right. so normal. It was that was it, right? And uh, which is it's great. I'm sorry, I won't make fun of it too much. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great, uh, and I have a blast when I'm there. Uh, which it, I don't. I don't have. I, I just people think, would know that I don't have. Fun. I think if we lived in a society where like it was normal for you in your social in your free time to go and dance and make a fool of yourself that we would all be better adjusted people yes do you know what i mean like we never no one ever gets over themselves now we never have to right travis and i are just talking about this like you never in today it seems like you never even have to feel uncomfortable and if you do you like figure out how to not feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and you don't let yourself be sad or stressed Mm -hmm. or anything even though like that's a part of it right and like when talking about feeling embarrassed like usually when you feel embarrassed it's a reflex and then when you allow yourself not to be embarrassed it's followed by fucking awesome fun yeah you know and like i never i never do that anymore like i did that when i was 12 Mm -hmm. i learned those lessons Mm -hmm. But it's been a long time since I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little heavy. Oh, no. I mean, it is kind of like, I think it's why, really cool. why do we have to dance in gym class? Yeah. Is understood later. And it's great that it's forced, you know, in a way forced. And I'm sure actually that's disappearing from most schools. I don't anyway, think gym but, class is even a thing anymore. Oh, is it? oh have they have kid. it. They do. They, they have gym. Yeah. Sure. Cool. I think they still have It's pee. still a thing. Yeah. Not every day, though. I mean,. It seems like now kids just go straight to like travel soccer. 
right? When you're <laughs> it five, does you're, seem that you're way. like going to Idaho for soccer tournaments. Right, yeah. High stakes. <sighs> Very pressure. Uh, correction, the brontosaurus does exist. Yeah. But the story, I, the story is yeah, true. I, I was the, eating all that up. I know. I totally the story is true it. that there was a fake brontosaurus, and that became, then that brontosaurus name became an actual dinosaur. Were you in on that? No, I, I, I was, when I was little, I fancied myself a, a expert. Paleontologist? Yeah. I didn't call myself that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. This is, this is my son, Jamie Rogers. What do you like to do? I'm a paleontologist. But don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought there was a brontosaurus. I wasn't in on that. I thought he was wrong. Yeah. And I, I made the correction for the thousands of people that are yelling at their earbuds right now. It's a, it's an actual animal. But the damage. Think about all the people that have turned this podcast off that have already spread the rumor. That's why that those people are isn't real. Uh, those people are bad people, and and you should listen till the very end. Those people back every to the time. Black and white. Yeah, <laughs> that black and white. You either don't listen at all, or you listen to the whole goddamn thing. Yep. Do people need to sign up for stuff for the old time social, or or do you just show up? You can just show up. We do have a website that has all the info. Uh, it's what's the website? MissoulaOldTimeSocial.com. Oh, all spelled out. I mean, it's a mouthful. Right. MissoulaOldTimeSocial.com. And you just show up to all this awesome stuff. And you just stuff. show up. Which, you know, adds a little bit of anxiety to right. those of us that are organizing. Because you don't... I mean, we're we're way more organized this year. We've got more promotion things happening. You know, here we are talking about square dancing on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, our friend Aaron um, Jennings is running the yodeling. Uh, is he? Sorry. He is. He absolutely <laughs> he is. He's running the yodeling uh, clinic. Yeah, that one's at the top of my list. so good. I've, I watched his last year, and it's it's actually... So, oh, is Aaron the, a good yodeler? Yeah, he's oh great. my gosh, he's awesome. No he, shit. Aaron Jennings yes. goes by Waylon Jennings in his, one of his uh, his solo project. And he yodels in that project? Mm-hmm. Huh. He's really good. Uh, my thing is, awesome. the jam that's on the 12th yes. at Montgomery, I don't participate in jams. They exist. Uh, a lot of people know of the the, the old top hat jam, uh, yeah. pine. Uh, who are they? Pine grass. Pine grass. This is like a pick and circle. Sorry, that's a great. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, I I never go to those. Uh, I choose not to. But if you are someone who is like you just received a guitar for Christmas, you've always wanted to learn how to play of any mm-hmm. age. Um, if you're not, that is like uh, how do I word that? It is. It is. Monumental, it is a monumental benefit to go and sit, and you don't have to play because there's people playing. But the second you do play, you start if you're just learning those three chords, you're learning how to play those three chords over and over and mm-hmm. over quickly mm-hmm. and in time, yeah. And the whole thing, and, and it's it is the biggest benefit just to sit there and do that. So, don't be afraid of the jam, uh, it's it's really cool to go to, and it's led by the beat tops. I think are we doing that? Well, yeah. <laughs> Led by us, and uh, and it's it's a great way because you can just sit in there and play when you can. Yeah, right. And you learn. Oh, that is fun. And, and that that's also, the way the clinics work as well. Exactly. And one of the uh, one of those clinics or workshops is a slow jam too, where we're gonna actually play a lot of those tunes slow. Slow jam. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that if you are because some I mean sometimes you know you get folks going they've been playing for a while and then it's ripping fast and totally. it's hard to keep up. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna slow it down a little bit. The jam, uh, I feel like the jam is probably a very sacred thing. Like, if some showboater comes into the jam and wants to like get out in front of everybody, it can really fuck it up. Well, like, is it a fine line with the the jam? As someone who d- d- doesn't, yeah, you know, know about this kind of music, mm-hmm. the idea of like the public jam with the music I kind of play, I play mm-hmm. would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and everyone would hate each other after. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then I guess that's an interesting, like there's lots of, you know, when you have jams in the different genres, they yeah. go different ways. Yeah. And so old time music, you pick a tune. And if you are in a, in a jam, like the, the more polite thing to do is to pick a tune that's somewhat standard and not like crazy cricket with all kinds of weird stuff in it. But common something, denominator kind of thing. Yeah, common denominator tune. And then you're going to play it over and over and over and over and everybody plays at once there's no like solos or, or okay there's like that. none of that there's so, no like nodding at people and being like you take right you no, take that's one. more of a bluegrass uh jam type thing that they, okay. that bluegrass does like and i think i mean that's one of the things that that i like about old time music and why it seems like why it seems like the missoula old time social should happen is because 
I personally like get so much enjoyment out of playing music. Yeah. And lots of people also feel the same way, but it's hard like it's hard to meet people to play music with. Sure. And some and also um and then there's all different kinds of music and this I feel like this is a genre where it's really pretty accessible in that you know, you get together, you play a tune, you play it over and over and over. And yeah, you can get into really complicated tunes, but there's also tunes that are fairly simple. Um, it, it seems like something that's accessible. For I mean, I started out playing Irish music uh, when I was, you know, learning to play the fiddle. And I love Irish music. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really love it. But if you go to an Irish jam, a lot of times they play a tune twice and then they switch without even... You know, they don't just stop, they, but they just switch to another tune. From, oh, whoa. And they play that one twice, and then they switch to another one. And so it's a little it's, it, it's a little harder to be a part of that. Yeah. And I feel like old-time music is it's accessible yeah. totally. in general. And the jam, like, uh, a, lot, a lot of people now, we watch YouTube to learn how to do something. Mm-hmm. And you sit there, and you watch the clip, and you try to play it, and then you move on. Where this, it's like you get to watch your, I mean, you get to watch an expert or seemingly an expert, somebody who really knows what they're doing, you get to just sit there. You can literally just sit there and watch them, stare at them while they do this thing that you've been struggling to do. Right. And you're like, oh, that's how you do it. And then, But then also you get to sit there and try to do it. And then all of a sudden you're doing it, which is amazing. That's the best. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. bar none. And, and if, you, if, you're, if you just got a banjo and you're interested in banjo, yes. or you've always wanted to play banjo or something like that, you can sit amongst four other banjo players who are doing it and you're able to not feel weird like not asking some you're not asking somebody hey show me how to do this yeah no you're just sitting there watching them how to do it oh i bet it's great for kids to learn i mean because i remember there's a kids fiddle workshop oh man teaching it awesome i feel like the jam thing for kids though like i because like i remember when i was young i didn't i didn't want to practice i wanted to play music with people like Absolutely. I wanted to know what that was all about, and this sounds like such a great way to is, learn yeah. and get that like energy of playing with people. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! You guys yeah. are just convincing me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> grab that, grab that guitar and show up. Um, and it's all free. It's all free except for the evening square dance, five dollars or ten dollars for a family. Five dollars? Yeah. You guys should charge more. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the community aspect uh, of it. It's so great. It's so great. Um, and people can learn more at MissoulaOldTimeSocial.com. That's right. Um, you can sign up on our Facebook page as well. Or Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Lake Missoula Old Time is the, is the, the organization that puts all this on. That you guys. And you guys are with uh, Brian Herbal. Is it the B-Tops, basically, that put this thing on? The B-Tops are part of it, but uh, we've act- we are organizing ourselves. We're um, <laughs> a movement here. Lake Missoula Old Time, of which the members of the Beat Tops are part of this organization, and so like a union, like you're you're making we're unionized, unionized. <laughs> are unionized old timers. <laughs> square dance union. Oh my god. No, we're not. It's, it's just I mean you know to do anything like to do anything and try and keep it off of your taxes, you have to come up with some kind of organization that then fi- figures yeah. it all out. You but are all- such a valuable person to have in projects. Yeah, well, no shit. I'm learning some things. I don't. I mean, I'm learning as I go. You know, like totally learning as I go. But we've got. I mean, we've got some folks that have. You know, worked for nonprofits. And um, I should mention that the Missoula Community Foundation is our fiscal sponsor. They are awesome. Cool. So, and uh, that helps with a whole lot of it. But um, where was I going with this? I mean, I, our vision as as an organization is to, you know, put on some other dances throughout the year and possibly do some um, like string band classes you know, cool. for, for people that are really into it. And last year we got some uh, feedback that people were like, this was great. Let's do it again next month. You know, do, do you guys get um, younger folks to come to stuff? Younger folks as in like what, what age? Uh, sub 50. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's a majority. Really? I th- I'm, um, when we used to do our top hat square dances, it's probably the majority of everybody is in their twenties and thirties. No shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We yeah, it's I feel like it's a pretty good spread like yeah. all the way through. 20s. What? I mean not as I mean we have I feel like we have less um like middle school, high school aged yeah. and I would love that to have more folks from that demographic coming, but I think that takes time too. Totally. Doing family dances. Well, and I mean spreading the square dance gospel takes a lot of time and But again, I go back to the like that's <laughs> yes. the age when kids don't want to seem like idiots. In public, and right. what a good time to 
learn that it's okay. Right. Right. Yeah. We, we, we've experienced because we've done some corporate dances as the beat tops and watching. Sounds. It's so weird. Corporate dances? Uh, like oh, a, like some like, sort of retreat like is happening. Like ATG for, hired you? Yes, yes. Which I've I've bid on them. <laughs> they, I hope they, they, I hope they when want are to they do it. Hire <laughs> trying to get Bridget to get trying to speaking of nepotism uh, in the workplace. Uh, trying to get Bridget to hire my other band to have a square dance for their office. No, uh, uh, <laughs> watching the corporate retreats because it's those it's these office groups right that are from wherever and some of them they're being rewarded with a. Uh, vacation out to a resort and and we show up and you watch them okay they're gonna force each other to do the first dance like come on we have to do this come on come on come on come on we have to do this this is team building which i think it is team building at its most like basic form like this is something this is a trust fall yeah this is something you should as opposed to stupid icebreakers and shit like that this is actually something where oh you're all gonna be doing this together yeah you're all gonna fail and we're going to do it together, yeah. and it's going to be fun. Yeah. And the bass player is going to be yelling at you while you're dancing. And if you don't want to dance, the bass player is going to be yelling at you to get up and dance. There's, we're going to bark Does at you. Travis get mouthy? He can, yes. I Sometimes <laughs> Travis, I get very anxious when Travis addresses the audience. I do like barking. Because he, They're all dogs, God damn it. He's very at hostile him. sometimes. <laughs> Travis is going to be on his best behavior at the Missoula Old Time Social. Oh, you yes? Don't, you don't, yeah, you don't have to be afraid to come to the Missoula Old Time Social because I Travis will, will, will be there. I will berate you for not dancing. This is the funnest thing you'll ever do. Get out and do it. Wait, what, Why I don't would you also dance? say there's a lot of success. I mean... Yeah, there was a lot of success. No, and that's the thing with wait uh, with Travis. What do you mean? So no, 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 no. Well, Travis was saying, and and you all will fail. And no, I just wanted to, to oh. no, correct no. for so the that's record. Right. That's where I'm there going. was lots of success. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Uh, you watch them do the first dance, and they and they and they fail together, and then it kind of dissipates. But then, the three dances later, everybody's dancing again. And now they're now they're like now they're the it's like now they're not hooting and hollering because you're supposed to. They're hooting and hollering because they're like having fun. Because that happens when That's, you do this. That happens naturally. when you have you fun. Just kind of end up with this huge smile on your face. You too. Yeah. Like even you when do. you're yeah. It's a what healthy... happens if nobody wants to dance? What do you do? God, it's never happened. Though. That is. That's a hard one. That's like your worst, kind of your worst nightmare as a college. Especially for yeah, because you then really don't have a job. Right. I mean, yeah, what, are, what are you going to do? They're going to play music and you're just going to stand there. We'll see you later. And not clog because you're not good at clogging. Yuck. Oh, f- you better get your clogging. I got to get my clogging going. <laughs> Add that to the clog. list. I always bring my fiddle just for that, like just in case you're just to hold something. You do. <laughs> <laughs> just hold just it up there and just pluck it. <laughs> Blink. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it's an interesting experience watching that. There are we, different groups that are more. Sorry, I yeah. just interrupted. There no, are no, more. No. Some groups, I mean, they're into it, and they'll, you know, in in this kind of a setting, they'll want to dance like every single one, and yeah. you can tell they're kind of like, oh, give us something more complicated, you know? Yeah. They're like really yeah. going for it, and then other groups, you just insert more where you're just playing like a couple tunes without there being a dance, and just give them a little longer break time. It would be so cool if you guys had like a regular monthly oh, square it? dance. It would be. We used to have one, and it'll come back. Will it? Sure. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Because I am officially sold. I want to try it. Yeah. I really do. I want it. This sounds really fun. And Carly, really my, fun. Carly would love this, I think. Oh, she and, and Carly probably has done it, though. And it's the thing where, again, if you don't dance, it's okay. Because it's, it's, it's just like going to a concert where there's energy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is like, and it's so communal. And, and, and again, when I made fun of it, and I'm the worst because I'm so, I'm so too cool for everything, but I made fun of it and made fun of it and made fun of it. And then every time I'm there, I'm laughing and the social aspect is huge. Yeah. Like I always made the comment, I've made it on this podcast about I'm in the B-Tops because it's four people that I don't get to hang out with and I would cancel the appointment on every time. Yeah. If, if we were just going to go get a, co- a cup of coffee, I would say, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, sorry, I can't do that. And then, but I get to have a real charmer. Ouch! <laughs> and I'm the worst. And then, Travis. And then, and then uh, this is a selling point. And then, uh, and then, and then, as the dances, as I experienced larger dances or even smaller, more interject dances, it was like, oh man, these people are having fun. Why would I make fun of that? Oh, totally. And they're having fun, and also by default, I'm having fun now. Yeah. And it's a it's a drug in the most healthy way. I mean, that's the there's that's feedback. It's like the tribute. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really. There's nothing lamer than being in a Bob Seger tribute band. 
No, no, it's, there not, really it's the worst. And you know, <laughs> if we when, played for nobody, it would be the worst. It would thing be the, in the worst world. thing ever. But the fact that people dance, like, it makes me realize I if people it. are having fun, it, it makes playing music so fucking <laughs> yes, fun. Yes. And it does not matter what it is. And yeah. it, and then, frankly, it makes playing cool music to nobody that gives a shit really sad. Yeah, it's hard. It mm. makes it like it really changes things. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. This is getting older or something, but like. I don't know. I've done a real 180 on that in the last few years, yes. which is which is interesting. So I'm, I, yeah, I get it. I'm, yeah. I'm in. No, the community. So what? Kind of, you guys need a drummer? <laughs> no, maybe you'd, you'd have to play a, a washboard. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> People used to play the tambourine and call at the same yeah. time. Well, because we that. could get into the African roots of square dancing, right? And that would that would be a, a default tambourine and yep. clogging and all of that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things possibly being uh, co-opted, yeah, uh, that's kind of an intense discussion. And then we didn't get into we didn't get into the subject of the square dance conspiracy. We we bridged on it with the idea of is it grade four square dancing? Is that is that what it's actually called when it's the plaid skirts and blah blah blah? Grade four. I don't know. Dancing? I honestly I don't have enough information. That term has to been really thrown satisfy around. You. Well, uh, around yeah. me, around me, where there's. I've know, heard it thrown around. I, I've occasionally used it, but I will confess I don't totally know what I'm talking about. But, but it's it's the it's the alternate to the like the traditional yeah. super loose. It's the deal where those aren't community square dances. They're community in that it's a community of like-minded people doing the same thing, but you have to know what you're doing to do those dances. Oh. Right, and this is, this is just open to anybody. Like, we can we, we can it, do this with a group of people that have never, ever square danced before, and they'll have a good time. Yeah. And fail, like and not being able to dance doesn't make everybody fail. It sounds like this other thing, if somebody sucks, it fucks everybody up. Well, I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's snooty. It's uptight. It's not Well, it's I not mean, they're having I mean, a sure. good time. No, well, sure, they are having a good time, but you can't you can't just show up. It's not just yeah, it's not open to everyone, and yeah. this is open to everyone and all different you know abilities. And none of none of the moves are complicated. That's the thing. It's like make a one handed arch with the person next to you, and you're gonna you're gonna walk like kind of your arch over this person, and then around backwards around shall, that person. Shall I thought That's that it. you would be a little better at explaining. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that so is that complicated, make any though. Sense to you? Do you practice? No, it's not, that, it's not that complicated. No, that wasn't like a I deep should. practice. I know that's not. No, okay. That's I should not, practice I didn't mean, more than I do. Okay, that didn't. But it is interesting because you're practicing how to articulate you, Yeah, how you best have to, to say, right, when you're describing what to do. It's, I mean, I frequently, there are a lot of callers out there that are way better at it than yeah. me. But the idea is you don't want to use, you want to do it quickly. Yeah. Because there's nothing more, there's nothing worse than a really long time where someone's telling you what to do. Right. And there's no music going. Right. So you want to make the teaching. So I like to call the simpler dances and make the teaching short. Yeah. And then people kind of learn by doing. Right. You know? Um, and then and they probably get used to how you are explaining stuff as right. the night goes on. Probably. And then once they've learned that move and know what it's called, the more then complicated you, the dance gets. Then you can move on to the like next. Like do si Like a do si Is that a thing? It is a thing. In this in this version of square dancing, it's a thing? It is. It, but, the, you know, the, I mean, if you want to... It, it actually, it came from Western square dancing, like the traditional do si that people think about, you know? Where what you, is that? Uh, where you you're facing your partner and you're gonna walk basically around each other. You're gonna pass right shoulders, go back to back, and then go back to where you started. Yeah. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. you're gonna kind of do a little circle with yeah. each other, but you're always facing the same direction, and you pass right shoulders and then go to off to your right and then come back where you started. That's a do si do. But then, um, just like the you know fiddle tunes, all this stuff is really. I mean, it's old it's from the south where people worked on farms and they occasionally like went over to the other valley yeah. and then come back right yeah, so yeah. it's really regional like if you say if you go to like a like a real like traditional dance and you say a do do in one place it's gonna might be different than like a do do somewhere else like they'll literally do something different just the way the tunes oh, are named differently so um like a southern do do is kind of like a uh you can you let's see there's a gent and a lady and that said we have lots of dances that are totally gender neutral and, um, you know, people are playing the part of the lady or the gent. It doesn't right. really matter, but it's, it's traditional. The gent stands still and holds the hand of the lady and basically just like she walks like all the way around him. And that's also a do-si-do. Okay. They'll call it a southern do-si-do. But we don't get that complicated when we're dancing. But yeah, do-si-do is a thing. Um, let's see. 
I mean, they've got some good and names. And now I'm hearing, like, spin your partner around. That's, yeah. like, a thing. Yeah, yeah, you swing That's your partner. That's dancing. Swing your partner, swing them high, swing them low. Promenade, go around, you go. It sounds so hard. Well, no, it's it just like sounds little, like controlling chaos. That's and when a little bit like controlled chaos is the best dance in yeah. my opinion. Like a little bit of chaos in there makes yeah, it really yeah. fun when it's when it's all super smooth. I mean, it's nice. So and this all. is something people that aren't into this kind of thing naturally or historically should totally try. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and this is a perfect way to do it. It's a perfect way to do it. Mots, okay. Mots, give us give us the rundown social. again. Okay, April twelfth through fourteenth. April 12th is a Thursday, and there's going to be a jam at the Montgomery Distillery. It's an open old-time jam. Anybody is invited. If you don't bring an instrument, you can enjoy a lovely uh, cocktail spirit from the distillery, 6 to 8 p.m. On Friday, April 13th, there will be a concert at the... Friday the 13th. I know. (laughs) Concert at the Top Hat, 6 to 8 p.m., Misty Mountain Pony Club, and Bald in Burlap from Helena. Awesome. And then on Saturday, and all those things are free, Saturday there's workshops from noon until 5 at the Downtown Dance Collective and the Loft of Missoula. Those are free. Schedule of of all the workshops is on MissoulaOldTimeSocial.com. And then that night is the Square Dance and Cakewalk. You don't want to miss it. 7 o'clock. $5. No excuses. $5 at the Florence Building, the Governor's Ballroom. Upstairs. Upstairs from the Redbird. Sweet. Oh, go get some apps and then uh, go upstairs for some square dancing. Absolutely. What's better than that? Absolutely. Apps and square dancing. Um, Well, Shell, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about this. This sounds so fun. You did so good. You were so nervous. I can't believe I was nervous. We put it off for so long because you were so nervous. You did. You did better than we do. I am. I'm genuinely. I. I am interested in trying this. All right. I really am. We'll sweet. see you there. I really am. Sweet, 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 sweet. So if you want to come say hi to Jamie and Travis Present at the Missoula Old Time Social, yeah. you can do that. We'll be there all three days. Yep. <laughs> Broadcasting live <laughs> from the car dealership. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Shell. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Travis. This has been Jamie. And Travis. Present. present. Eight steps instead of 12. Jamie and Travis.